Hello, you're welcome to Will the Sword Bible Challenge Day 8. I'm excited, super excited. You made it to Day 8. I want to congratulate you. Oh, wow. I'm excited for you. Today is supposed to be the last day, but we have one day extension, meaning you made it to the second to the last day. Glory! Hooray! <laughs> you are welcome. I'm excited to have you here. I believe you've been blessed so far by the Wilderness World Challenge, uh, Bible Challenge. We've had tremendous testimonies, powerful testimonies, uh, jaw-dropping testimonies, eye-opening testimonies, <laughs> and I'm excited about that. During this challenge, we've been reading the epistles from Galatians to Philemon. And guess what? We are in Timothy. <laughs> so today we'll be taking the book of Timothy. And today is going to be a long read because we're going to be taking 1 Timothy and 2 Timothy together because of our time. So I'm excited to have you here. I believe you've the, the, this, the desire to study the Bible has been, you know, has been, <laughs> has been bubbling inside of you. <laughs> I'm excited about that. All right. Uh, the purpose of this challenge is to make sure that you are encouraged and inspired to study your Bible daily. So even after this challenge, I don't expect you to stop reading your Bible daily. I expect you to just move on. <laughs> and then you're going, you know, you move to First Peter, Second Peter, you move to Hebrews, John, First, Second, Third John, Revelation. Hey, hey, you know, there's a special, um, there's a special blessing for reading the book of Revelation. <laughs> All right. So this morning, we'd like to move on. We'd like to continue. And let's take our confession quickly this morning. Can you say this after me? Today, I have set my hand on the plow to study my Bible. I will not look back. God is not pleased with anyone who draws back. I believe that the Lord will supply me the strength to go through this challenge. I ask for grace for this challenge. Holy Spirit, open my understanding that I may understand, that I may comprehend the scriptures. Open my ears to see what the word says to me. Open my eyes to see. Open my ears to hear in the name of Jesus. How open my ears to see what how the word applies to me. During this challenge, I will have testimonies because of the word of God. Because the word of God is alive. I receive harvest through this challenge. I receive doctrine, reproof, correction, and instruction through the ministry of the Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit, I receive help from you in the name of Jesus. Amen and amen. I'm excited about you. I'm excited that the Lord is helping you the holy spirit is nudging you to study your bible i pray that even after this challenge the fire will not go down in the name of jesus you will continue to work stronger and stronger in the things of the lord in jesus name all right so let me quickly make some announcements tomorrow is going to be the last day of the challenge Okay, I'm sure I, I there's a, someone that there's someone that sent me a message, sent one of the completers a message and said, Let's continue this challenge forever now. <laughs> you are you can continue this challenge forever by yourself, yes. But we'll be finishing up this challenge on that that's tomorrow, Thursday, and then we'll be having Will the Sword Bible Challenge Party. Yay, 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 yay. 
<laughs> we'll be having the party on Saturday. It's going to be both physical and online. For those who cannot come physically, there'll be an online. All information will be passed through through your group leaders. Or you can, if you still need any help, you can send me a DM 08064246631. Alright. So apart from that, on Thursday, that's tomorrow, when we'll be ending the challenge. We are going to take a free will or love offering. Okay. And you know, one of the things I want you to know is that many times when it comes to giving, a lot of people exempt themselves and say, I don't have. Thank God this is a free will offering now. So it doesn't have a particular amount that you must give. Okay. So the, 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 the truth is you can, everybody can participate in this giving. Praise God. Everybody can be a partaker of this giving. So don't exempt yourself. Don't say, I don't have, I don't get any car. I don't do this one. Be a part of it and give your very best. I believe that people are going to have our best through this challenge. So even as you give, make sure you give your very best. Give what you want to harvest. <laughs> All right. Okay. So and then for everyone who finishes this challenge, you're going to get a badge. Hey, 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 hey. You're going to get a badge. I, I completed this bible challenge okay all right so we're already working on put working on that and i believe it's going to be a beautiful time on saturday so join us online if you cannot come physically i would love love to meet you physically um, um, um i would love to meet you um i would love to meet you whether physically or online all right so once again i like to encourage you if you have not you have not done all the challenge make sure you do it don't collect badge if you know you have not finished it hey, Remember Ananias and Sapphira's. I'm warning you now. Okay, I'm just joking. But in reality, let's make sure that we let. It's very very important that we finish our challenge. So the 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 characteristics for getting your badge is number one, you've listened to all the podcasts. That will be nine podcasts. You've listened to. Um, you've read all the PDFs and then you've read all the Bible passages and you've done the assignment. A team project is going to be given a group project is going to be given to every group um group every group so you participate so your participation in that group will also determine if you get the badge okay but it's something simple don't worry very easy a walkover praise god all right so i believe we had a great time yesterday with the book of Thessalonians. i was blessed and today we're going into the book of timothy and just before we do that you know i always give you a tip you know from uh, my book will the sword challenge will the sword <laughs> i believe you have started getting your copy some people have started getting their copies if you have not gotten your copies please do remember there's a 25 percent discount so we'll be extending that 25 percent discount to saturday please make sure you get it don't say it's, uh, the money is muddy this one is that uh, i don't have cash now I'm, i have so many things to do this january this is the best time to do it today is the best time today all right the tip i want to give you today is uh, what i call capital taking note of capital letters all right in the bible actually one of the things i realized i was still talking to my husband recently you know is that the bible is 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 complete you know it's difficult for you to to see an error in the bible i don't know i don't know if you've seen an error a typical error in the bible it's very difficult. Uh, the people that wrote the Bible, they were spirit-led. They've done a good job. All right. So one of the things you have to take note is the capital letters in between. So for instance, you have things like you could have a capital letter E or cap as in like E H E. 
and a capital letter um, and a small letter small e all right anywhere you see the capital letter h e you have to take note that definitely god um is talking about god h e the capital letter h is talking about god the father god the son and god the holy spirit okay then when you see small letter h e so it's talking about you could talk about in, in the man or the devil okay all right so if you also look at there's also um it could have ease too ease so if it's ease h capital letter h i s two if it, there's a, there's a capital letter h i s in second timothy chapter four verse one and there's another one in first timothy six fifteen and there's another one in second timothy one eight that's capital letter h and if you look at it you will notice that it's talking is is if you look at it you know it's talking about the lord okay let's look at um um second timothy 4 1 second timothy said i charge you therefore before god and the lord jesus christ who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing appearing and his kingdom so that capital letter h is talking about god's appearing well it's even very visible because you already talked about love so let's look at another one in second timothy 1 8 Second Timothy 1 he said, Therefore, do not be ashamed of the testimony of our Lord, nor of me, or his prisoner, but share with me in the sufferings for the gospel according to the power of God. Second Timothy 1 8. So if you look at that, um he said no of me, he is prisoner. So that prisoner is talking about is a prisoner of the Lord, okay. <laughs> he's talking about prison of love. so if there's another one day for instance day day and night so you could have day but when it is a capital letter d and if in fact it appears so much in first second testimonies and first testimonies too if it's a capital letter d you know that it's talking about the judgment day okay it's not just talking about any other day so if you look at um second timothy 1 verse 12 it says um for this reason i also suffer these things nevertheless i'm not ashamed for i know whom i have believed and i'm persuaded that he is able in fact there's another capital letter h e here and that's god he is able to keep what i've committed to him until that day so when you're thinking about what day is he talking about he's talking about the judgment day okay there's also s small letter s and big letter s okay so the small letter s is talking about the spirit of a man you know man is a spirit he has a body and he he, he, he has a soul and he lives in a body okay so when he's talking about the small letter s it could be the spirit of a man it could also be a demon spirit but whenever you see s capital letter s is talking about the spirit of god Okay, so in the in in my in the third series of my book page 42 if you have it you can just check it through page 42 he said you know the bible is so intentional i talked about the fact that bible is so intentional so when he uses the h the e's and all of that it means something okay so of course it goes to g to the god the capital letter g god the small letter g gods okay all right so those are the things to really look, look those things are important to really look out for when you study i believe that as you begin to study your bible you begin to take note of some very important things while studying i think those are the things those little details are what you know helps us so much helps us a lot to um 
to begin to understand what the Bible is really saying because the Bible is a book of codes. It's a coded book. It's written in English. It could be written in your language, but it's coded. And if you don't understand these little things, you won't even pay attention to it and the Holy Spirit will not be able to help you in that area. Remember that you are a spirit. The Holy Spirit dwells inside of you. But actually, this is where I usually explain it, that the old, your spirit is like a text, is like the computer no your spirit is like your brain let's use it for example and then the holy spirit is like the textbook so you need to put the what is in the textbook to the brain do you understand so but the truth is that until it's what is in your brain that you can write in the exam or that's what you can it's not what's in the textbook so everything is in the textbook but you have to impute into your brain so it's the same thing as the holy spirit you know the holy spirit knows all things but he is giving you the bible and everything so you impute it into your spirit is that one which is in your spirit that the holy spirit now works on broods on and makes effect on so when you're talking about studying your bible it's so important to note that what you have to impute these things in your brain don't just say i already know it that's why a lot of people don't pay attention to studying you just read your bible through you have to know it has to mean something to you for you to be able to do anything to you praise god i believe you are blessed by that okay so for those who want to get the book you can still send me a dm or talk to any of your group leaders there's still a 25 percent discount going on please don't miss out of this don't let the devil deceive you to thinking you don't need the book you don't want to spend such money on the book the book is for you and it will tremendously bless you all right god bless you now so let's move to um, our text, our book for today, which is First Timothy. And like I told you initially, it's going to be a long read. <laughs> so we, are, we probably have, you probably have 10 chapters to do today. The Lord is your strength. Somebody say, the Lord is my strength. <laughs> the Lord is the strength of your life. Okay. Can I pray with you? Holy Spirit, I ask that as I teach the book of Timothy today, or I just talk about, I talk about the book of Timothy, you open our eyes to see something we've never seen today in Jesus' name. Show us where we're missing it. Help us to realize how much you love us, how much you've given us the word, and help us to know that you truly love us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Okay, so the book of Timothy is actually a book written by Paul to Timothy. The book is addressed to Timothy himself, unlike the other books that are addressed to the churches or the saints. The book is addressed to Timothy. If you see it, if you start with 1 Timothy, it says, The apostle Paul, an apostle of Jesus Christ, by the commandment of our Lord, of God our Savior, and the Lord Jesus Christ our hope. Two, to Timothy, a true son in faith. So this letter is written to Timothy, a true son in faith. So Timothy was a son to, was a spiritual son to Paul. And he was also um, a protege, was a mentor. Paul was a mentor to Timothy. Timothy was a protege to Paul. All right. So um, the the, the, the book of Timothy was written during the second missionary journey of um, the first book of Timothy was written during the second missionary journey of um, of Tim of Paul, while the second one, second Timothy, was written um, during the when Paul was in Rome. He was imprisoned in Rome. I think it was towards the end of his life. But some scholars say the second book of Timothy was the last book that. Paul was the last letter or the last book that Paul wrote. Okay, so Tim, actually, let me just give us a background story quickly. Timothy, um, Paul met Timothy during one of his missionary journeys, and um, 
Okay, Paul met Timothy on his missionary on his missionary journey, and he probably was he, he was sixteen. Timothy was sixteen when he got converted. History has it that Timothy was sixteen when he got converted with his mother at their home at Lystra. So afterwards, um, about me when Timothy was twenty-one years, according to history now. Um, Timothy followed Paul on his missionary journey to places. Then later on, he, he, um, um, Paul was left at Ephesus for to, to pastor the church to you know, continue the work that Paul had done. And it was at the him being at Ephesus that Paul sent him the letter. Actually, the book of the book of Timothy shows us the relationship that Timothy and Paul had together. How Paul, how Timothy had followed Paul, obeyed him, and all of that. So that's why he was writing him this letter because he had left. He was a trusted associate. He was a trusted um, 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 follower of Paul. Okay, you know this. This just brings me back to the fact that there are so many times that you have a lot of people in church. But there are few followers. There are few disciples, because there are few people who are ready to be soldiers of Christ. I know that's what um, Paul started telling Timothy: be a good soldier, endure hardship. You know, there are a lot of people who want Jelenke Christian. They want to. They want Christianity at their at their own at their own. Um, how do you call it now? At their own terms. You know, they want to come to church when it's convenient. They want to study the Bible when it's convenient. Let me tell you something. Christianity is not a convenient thing. Christianity is, is, is the work of a soldier. Yes. You know, we need to drop off these things from telling. You know, there's a lot of people that don't like to be told what to do. Everyone will be told what to do. Everyone will be told what to do. That, that, that's truly it, okay? Christianity is the come to a point that the Holy Spirit says, stand up. You are tired in your body. You are so, in fact, sometimes you are sick. The Holy Spirit stands up and you stand up. Because the truth is that if you are not ready to obey, if you are not ready to do the will of God, if you are not at any time, because Paul started telling Timothy, he said, preach the gospel, preach the word in, when, in, in season or out of season. You know, Paul began to tell him these things and train him in the way you know that he should go. And you see a lot of people resist training. See, if you are listening to me today and you are someone that resists training, you need to change your ways you cannot truly fulfill the call of god upon your life without training you cannot fulfill the ministry that god has given every believer has a ministry okay some are now called into the fivefold ministry but every believer has a ministry without training you cannot because if you, the book of timothy actually talks about you know trainings the trainings that paul was giving timothy he was giving him back to back and you see a lot of believers don't like training they don't like to be told what to do <clears throat> they don't like to be told what to do they don't they don't like to be they don't like to be cautioned there are some people that you just say in church sit down they, they are already angry just to change their seat sit down there they will argue ah you are not ready for the work of god you are not ready for the training of god you see god always wants submitted people people that don't argue there are some people you will give assignments to and they will give you excuse and one excuses why they won't come oh my mother will not let go oh, my sister will not let go. oh i was doing something at all the question is if you were it was a work would you do that you know we need to change this idea of voluntary work as as, as a church it's voluntary, but we have to do it like soldiers. You know, I'm not saying, okay, go and drop off your job, stop what you are doing. No, but the point is at the time you are doing it, you do it like you are doing it with your own strength. You are doing it with everything you have. You are doing it like a soldier. Hallelujah. 
God is looking for soldiers. God is looking for disciples. And that is what Timothy was. That is what, because Timothy was still very young at the time that Paul dropped him in Ephesus, so to say. He was probably younger, but he had grown. Hallelujah. You know, there are some Christians that have been Christians for 30 years, but you can't see the fruit of the Spirit in their life. You can't see their maturity. Some people say, we that we are mature Christians. Maturity is not about the number of years you've been born again. Neither is the number of years you've been attending church. Neither is it about being a deacon or is it about being a bishop. You know, it's majorly maturity is majorly about uh, manifesting the fruits of the spirit and those are the things that we need to start looking out for hallelujah those are the things that we start looking out for you know paul started to tell timothy said that false doctrine don't go into it don't let them don't 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 let if, if you look at verse um verse 3 he says though he said he said i i as as i've heard you when i went into macedonia remain in ephesus you know some people they say remain they will not yet remain they will they will leave ah no don't resist training don't resist training don't resist training there's a word of love for someone listening to me today don't resist training stop resisting training stop resisting training that's the only way you can be pruned and trained okay to become who you who, who you will be okay he says after you may charge some that they teach no other doctrine nor give it to t- to fables and endless geologies which cause dispute rather than godly edification which is in faith you know there are some people that they are so tied to their to their opinions you show them the bible you show them the word and they say no i think once the word says it that's it let me tell you something if you are a believer Hallelujah. If you are a believer and the world shows you something and you still argue, then you are not a believer. In fact, you are not born again. Yes, I'm, I'm very serious. If the world should, there are some people that we talk to, we say, we, we pray for them to speak in tongues and then we show them the scriptures and they say, no, I don't need my, uh, in our church. I'm not saying your church is wrong, but the Bible is the first authority. Anything that goes against the Bible is demonic. Anything anything i'm telling you if i tell you anything that is not in the scripture that is not biblical don't believe me don't take my word go into the scriptures and be sure that this is what the bible says you know because they are and and, and i begin to think about it why is paul saying this because all these fables all these um, um endless genealogies all this other doctrine they are junks in our spirit they are junks in our spirit that's why you know he was telling he was telling um timothy said he, he was telling him that he should take hold it should hold fast to sound doctrines we need to begin to teach, teach sound doctrines you need to begin to listen to sound doctrine. second timothy chapter one chapter one i think verse 13 said verse 13 say hold fast to the pattern of sound words which i have heard from me and faith which is in love jesus christ okay hold fast to the sound word hold fast to the sound doctrines some of you need to you need you need to change Ah, I'm telling you, you need to change what you are listening to. You need to change what you are listening to. God has something for you, but you can't get there with false doctrine. All right? You need to change it. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Oh, thank you, Holy Spirit. Some people are being delivered today from the chains of false doctrine. Your eyes are open. The scales covering your eyes right now begins to fall off in the name of Jesus. I command the band or the hold of the enemy over you concerning false doctrine to leave, to, to begin 
begin to fall off in the name of Jesus. Some of you have been deceived for years. You need to go to your Bible. Thank God you have a Bible. Thank God you have a Bible. There are some churches that have some doctrines that are demonic. You see, it's not about just, as I've said it before one of the podcasts, it's not just about the fact that it's truth. Once it's a, there's a small poison to it, it makes the whole, it's not about whether it's a small poison or it's a big poison. A small poison poisons everything. So if you have a false, small, false doctrine, everything else is okay, but heaven is not real. Everything else is okay, but we don't give. That's not scriptural. Everything else is okay, but we don't speak in tongues. That's not scriptural. Everything else is okay, but we don't we don't marry. We don't marry some pastor. No. If I was saying, he said, don't don't take it. He said there was the, there's a part in the, um, chapter four. He said, now the spirit especially says that in the later days some would depart from the faith, giving it to deceiving spirit and doctrines of demons, speaking lies in hypocrisy, having their conscience set with all eye, forbidding to marry and commanding to abstain from food that God has created and to be received with thanks given to those who believe and know the truth. Hallelujah. You see, so all those things, it's not like, it, it, they are false doctrines. They are small they are, they, they are small poisons, but they occupy some junk in your spirit. They don't give you that liberty. That liberty that he's talking about in Galatians. That liberty that God has given us in his word. Hallelujah. Don't give it to false doctrine. That's very, very important. Don't give it to false doctrine. Another thing I like to tell you is that you must make sure you hold on to the prophecies that God has given unto you. He was telling Timothy, 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 18, and then 2 Timothy chapter 1 verse 6, and also 1 Timothy 414 the prophecies that have come to you to lay in on thank you holy spring you see there's something i want to show you in that first corinthians 4 i may not be able to go over everything again first timothy sorry not first corinthians i may not be able to go over, but i'll just pick the point out first timothy 4 verse 14 said do not neglect the gift is in that is in you which has been given to you by prophecy with laying of end of the leadership let me tell you something laying on is scripture some of you that say, oh, I did laying hands. You get to a place that laying, you are thinking it's false doctrine. It's not false doctrine. Laying of hands is spiritual. When hands are laid upon you, spiritual gifts are impacted into you. Gifts are given to you. Things happen to you. When you fall under the power, it's not aerobat, it's not erotic, or so it's not a form of exercise. It's a form of impartation. God is giving you something. Don't be in a hurry to stand up. Don't be in a hurry to get up. Don't be, don't be ashamed. You see, God is blessing you. You are looking at somebody else that they are feeling ashamed. All those things are nothing. It's the devil deceiving you to making you feel that those things are important okay so laying on events is scriptural laying on events is important all right one of the major things that god desires is for all men first timothy 2 for all men to be saved and come to the knowledge of the truth that knowledge of the truth is the sound doctrine that knowledge of the truth is the sound doctrine that he's talking about and if we also look at first timothy 3 it talks about the qualifications of the overseers the called bishop bishops if you look at the subscript there the the footnote there the small a there you discover that that bishop is actually talking about um he's talking about overseers so you know he begins to talk about what they need to do you know these days now why people people are dickens and elders just because they have money just because they are 
behold just no 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 no. that's not the reason if you look at it that's not the reason you know he says he who desires he who let's look at dickens now verse 8 said first timothy 2 8 said let wise let um, dickens must be referent not double tongued not giving to wine not greedy for money hold on the mystery of faith with the pure conscience let this be first tested let them serve let their wives be reverent not slanderous temperate faithful in things okay let the dickens be husband of one wife ruling their children and their homes as well all right praise god thank you lord jesus oh thank you holy spirit you see all those things that we're talking about those are the things that you begin to know those are the things that you begin to see you know as 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 important all right praise god praise god so if you also if you also look at um verse uh, chapter five it talks about how we should treat members how we should treat members we should treat rebuke them rebuke, we should not rebuke the older ones we should treat them as fathers how we should honor widows and you know one of the things if i want you to go and read first timothy 5 and talk about the widows we are to honor it's not all widows there says there are some widows that is their family members that should take care of them you know one of the things that we need to learn is that church is not a philanthropy center there are many people that when they come and ask us for money and we say we don't have they get angry Alpha. Ah, ah, how much is the offering that they are giving if you calculate all their offering that they are giving god forgive me from january to december eh? if eh, they themselves if you give it to them they will not collect it from you but you know th- there's a mentality that makes us feel that church is a place where we can get free and out god is not that's that's not the design of church that's not what church is for some people feel ah, eh, let the, 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 the is church they should work. Some, there are so many times it's so in our church some people just walk in and come and ask us money and some people get angry that we are not giving them money ah okay <laughs> it is well praise god <laughs> It is well, it is well. That's not what the, the, the church. If you look at, let me show you something. It says, it, it says, verse um, 1 Timothy 5 16. It said, If any believing man or woman has widows, let them relieve them. And do not let the church be burdened that it may relieve those. God is after us working hard. So, church is not a place to get free handouts. Church is not a place to get free money. Church is a place to get empowered by the Spirit. Church is a place to get equipped for the work of the ministry. Church is a place to sharpen your ministry. Church is a place to sharpen your faith. Church is a place to build your faith. Church is a place to get the true word of God, the sound doctrine. Those are the things that church is for. Church is not for coming to collect money. Church is not for coming to to collect free accommodation. Church is not for coming to collect um, 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 free. No, 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 no. Church is not. That's not the main purpose of church. Yes, we give in church, but don't see it as a source of income. Because there are some people that that's all they do. They just come and collect, go from church to church collecting money. No. Hallelujah. So we need to understand. So it was actually talking about the fact that it's uh, it's important that believers take care of their home. You know, it's important for believers to take. If you look at that First Timothy. 5-4 or 5-8 let's say 8 say, but if anyone does not provide for you especially for those of his household he is denied the faith and is worse than an infidel and if we see two, um, 1 Timothy 2-5 1 Timothy 2-5 he says for there is only is it, for, is it 1 Timothy 2-5 now Yes, he was talking about that the fact that let him let 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 those people let it come from from the first thing you know let it be that from home let them learn it from home it's actually in five let them learn it from home let them take care of their own family members praise the Lord praise the Lord 
church is not a place for and doubt church is not a place church is a place of empowerment praise god all right church is a place for empowerment and he also talks about the fact that he who teaches is worthy of double honor that's first five he said let the elders who rule well counted worthy of double honor especially those who labor in the world and doctrine because some of us the way we treat pastors like they don't have work hey maybe you people should come out there come and do pastoring for just let me just two months three months then you see how it's going <laughs> hallelujah praise god and of course he talks to the rich he said command those who are rich in this present not to be haughty not to trust in your certain riches i said but to but or in the living god who richly gives us all for our enjoyment and he said let us be ready to give and willing to share can we say that ready to give and willing to share thank you holy spirit ready to give and willing to... if you look at the book of second timothy it talks about timothy's rich heritage let me tell you something you can pass a rich heritage to your children you can pass a rich heritage to your generation it doesn't have to be once i was a sinner you can be a saint all your life praise god and there's a gate it's possible to serve the Lord at a young age and keep serving the Lord. Okay, you can be always being revival. Somebody say, I can always be revival. I can always be revival. You make sure that you are not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. Okay, hallelujah. God hates idleness. Second Timothy chapter 1, verse 16 says, God hates idleness. God hates idleness. God hates idleness. And like I told us yesterday, we need to learn to flee useful you they're going to be perilous times and those perilous times those are the things you start noting on thanks on great once you start seeing those things we know that we're perilous times and i know that the god of this world is taking effect okay the scripture makes us complete and lastly we need to fulfill our ministry that's what paul was telling timothy fulfill your ministry preach the word in season and not in season and he said don't one of the things i also wrote down lastly is talked about itching ears the difference between itching ears and open ears the itching ears is for those who don't want to listen to sound doctrine who want to eat teachers off themselves and they turn their ears away from the truth and they turn to focus the word of god in itself is is powerful praise god the word of god is powerful we don't need just another one. Oh, thank you let me pray with you today father i pray for everyone listening to me that they will be committed to sound doctrine in the name of jesus i rebuke the chains of false doctrine i rebuke the chains of, uh, of of selfish desires in these people i ask that holy spirit you help them to see what you see in the name of jesus thank you holy spirit there are some few people that the lord gave me a word for you quickly listen to this okay if you are listening to me today and you've had so many failures and you're wondering can i ever make it the lord said i should tell you i will make you an eternal excellency say you are a city set upon the hill you cannot be eating he said soon enough people will start looking for you for solutions you will become a proverbial success i don't know who that is but i want you to receive it and another person said you have made so many mistakes in fact you have made mistakes of abortion and many other mistakes the lord said i still love you he said come home to me my darling daughter come home to me my darling son and i will help you oh thank you lord jesus thank you for loving us this much oh thank you for your unfeigned love oh we love you jesus okay another person there's another person that the lord spoke to me about he said you just took a new job the lord said don't mingle with those strong friends don't let them lure you to do the things that you should not do don't involve you don't say they will not see it they are lying to you they are lying to you don't let them help you commit fraud 
don't listen to them praise god i don't know who that is but that's a huge warning for someone all right there's a single mom listening to me today and you're saying ah this child that i have will let me get married again the lord said i should tell you he said i will give you your whole say just stay faithful to me i don't know who that word is fool does the word is but i want you to claim it and receive it keep confessing it okay there's someone here today he said you have been doing business for years and it's not been yielding fruit and you are just at the verge of giving up the lord said i should tell you today it's not time to give up it's not time to give up there's a deal coming your way increase your stakes in that business be faithful and i will make and you will see a miracle oh thank you lord jesus the lord also said he's going to deliver some people from financial debt oh if you're like that i want you to lift up your hands and say holy spirit i open up my spirit to you thank you for delivering me for from the from financial debt show me what i need to do at this point in time in the name of jesus so also we also said he's going to deliver people from stagnancy in the name name of jesus oh thank you holy spirit can we just pray in tongues for just few minutes i know my time has fine spent but just as let's pray for a few minutes that's the power of god going through your body is going through your body and it's causing the work of healing in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. I pray for everyone listening to me that you anoint them freshly today. You will give them a fresh start in the name of Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for confirming your word. In Jesus' name we pray. Alright, I love you very much. I believe you are blessed in today's podcast. I'll see you tomorrow on the last day. Make sure you get your Will the Sword book. It's very important. Prepare for the party and do your project assignment. I love you so much. Have a beautiful beautiful day ahead. God bless you.